Hello, this is R.J. Deacon reading the Supreme Court of the United States Opinion Syllabus in Babb v. Wilkie, Secretary of Veterans Affairs. Certiorari to the United States Court of Appeals for the 11th Circuit. Argued January 15, 2020. Decided April 6, 2020. Petitioner Norris Babb, a clinical pharmacist at a U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs medical center, sued the Secretary of Veterans Affairs, here and after VA, for, among other things, age discrimination in various adverse personnel actions. The VA moved for summary judgment, offering non-discriminatory reasons for the challenged actions. The district court granted the VA's motion after finding that Babb had established a prima facie case, that the VA had proffered legitimate reasons for the challenged actions, and that no jury could reasonably conclude that those reasons were pretextual. On appeal, Babb contended that the district court's requirement that age be a but-for cause of the personnel action was inappropriate under the federal sector provision of the Age Discrimination in Employment Act of 1967, ADEA. Because most federal sector personnel actions affecting the individuals aged 40 and older must be made free from any discrimination based on age, 29 U.S.C. Section 633AA, Babb argued such personnel action was unlawful if age is a factor in the challenge decision. Thus, even if the VA's proffered reasons in her case was not pretextual, it would not necessarily follow that age discrimination played no part. The 11th Circuit found Babb's argument foreclosed by circuit precedent. The Supreme Court held a decision below is... Uh, reversed and remanded, and Justice Alito delivered the opinion of the court. The plain meaning of Section 633AA demands that personnel actions be untainted by any consideration of age. To obtain reinstatement, damages, or other relief related to the end result of an employment decision, a showing that a personnel action would have been different if age had not been taken into account is necessary. But, if age discrimination played a lesser part in the decision, other remedies may be appropriate. The government argues that the ADEA's federal sector provision imposes liability only when age is a but-for cause of the employment decision. While Babb maintains that it it prohibits any adverse consideration of age in the decision-making process, the plain meaning of statutory text shows that age need not be a but-for cause of employment decision in order for there to be a violation. The ADEA does not define the term personnel action, but a statutory provision governing federal employment, 5 U.S.C. section 2302A2 cap A, defines it to include most employment-related decisions, an interpretation consistent with the term's general usage. The phrase free from means untainted, and any underscores that that phrase's scope. As for discrimination, its normal definition is different treatment, Jackson versus Birmingham Board of Education. And in common talk, the phrase based on indicates a but-for causal relationship. Safe coinsurance Corporation of America versus Burr. Thus, 
indicating that age must be a but-for cause of the discrimination alleged. The remaining phrase, shall be made, denotes a duty, emphasizing the importance of avoiding the taint. Two matters of syntax are critical here. First, based on age, is an adjectival phrase modifying the noun discrimination, not the phrase personal act personnel actions. Thus, age must be a but-for cause of discrimination, but not the personnel action itself. Second, free from any discrimination is an adverbial phrase that modifies the verb made and describes how a personnel action must be made, namely, in a way that is not tainted by differential treatment based on age. Thus, the straightforward meaning of Section 633AA's terms is that the statute does not require proof that an employment decision would have turned out differently if age had not been taken into account. Instead, if age is a factor in an employment decision, the statute has been violated. The government has no answer to this parsing of the statutory text. It makes correct points about the meaning of particular words, but draws the unwarranted conclusion that the statutory text requires something more than a federal employer's mere consideration of age in personnel decisions. The government's only other textual argument is that the term made refers to a particular moment in time, i.e. the moment when the final employment decision is made. That interpretation, however, does not mean that age must be a but-for cause of the ultimate outcome. Contrary to the government's primary argument, this interpretation is not undermined by prior cases interpreting the Fair Credit Reporting Act, 15 U.S.C. Section 1681 M.A., uh, C. Safeco Insurance Corporation of America, the ADEA's private sector provision, Section 623 A1, C. Gross versus FBL Financial Services Incorporated, and Title VII's anti-retaliation provision, 42 U.S.C. Section 2000E-3A, C. University of Texas Southwestern Medical Center versus Nasser. The language of Section 633AA is markedly different than the language of those statutes. Thus, the holdings in those cases are entirely consistent with the holding here. And the traditional rule favoring but-for causation does not change the result. Section 633AA requires proof of but-for causation, but the objection of that causation is discrimination, not the personnel action. I think they meant but the object of that causation. They wrote objection. It is not anomalous to hold the federal government to a stricter standard than private employers or state and local governments. See section 623A. When Congress expanded the ADEA's scope beyond private employers, it added state and local governments to the definition of employers in the private sector provision. But it deliberately prescribed a distinct statutory scheme applicable only to federal sec the federal sector, see Lehman versus Nakasen, issuing the private sector provision language, that Congress would want to hold the federal government to a higher standard is not unusual. See 5 U.S.C. section 2301b2. Regardless, 
where the statute's words are unambiguous, the judicial inquiry is complete. But for causation is nevertheless important in determining the appropriate remedy. Plaintiffs cannot obtain comp compensatory damages or other forms of relief related to the end result of an employment decision without showing that age discrimination was a but-for cause of the employment outcome. This conclusion is supported by basic principles long employed by this court. For example, see Steel Corporation versus Citizens for a Better Environment. Uh, and traditional principles of tort and remedies law. Remedies must be tailored to the injury. Plaintiffs who show that age was a but-for cause of deferential treatment in an employment decision, but not a but-for cause of the decision itself, can still seek injunctive relief or other forward-looking relief. The decision below is reversed and remanded. Justice Alito delivered the opinion of the court, in which Chief Justice Roberts and Justices Breyer, Sotomayor, Kagan, Gorsuch, and Kavanaugh joined, and in which Justice Ginsburg joined as to all but footnote three. Justice Sotomayor filed a concurring opinion in which Justice Ginsburg joined. Justice Thomas filed a dissenting opinion. Thank you for listening. If you'd like to get a hold of us, we can be reached at rhodesscholar80 at gmail.com, that's R-O-A-D-S and 80, or on Twitter at Court Syllabus.